on the subreddit of weight loss surgery, the art weight loss surgery. No, you didn't show this to me. Dude, I posted that on there and said, I've lost 70 pounds in two months. Never thought I'd see the two in front of my... Oh, because it was the scale, number. the one that you posted yeah. on social media. Yeah, I posted that on Reddit and was like, sorry about my nasty feet, by the way. And this guy got on there and was like, I will never... He's like, congratulations, I'm sure you worked very hard and I'm, pr I'm happy for you. Uh... Here, I'll show it. I'll just pull it out. I love Reddit for a lot of reasons, but that's one of the things. It's like you can just anonymously be a dick, and I don't know. I hope that ass was downloaded. If he was a dick, I mean, unless he was funny. Congrats for real. It's hard, and I get that you're clearly that you've cl clearly did well. Uh, however, I honestly think you or anyone else here who posts their feet on a scale while saying "sorry for the nasty feet" is normal. Crop that out if you think. Slash no, they're so nasty. Better yet, just tell us what your new number is and spare us the my feet are disgusting, but look at my number. Instead, just tell us the number slash stats. Is this not common sense? It's mind boggling. Bring on the down votes, but you all know deep down, I'm right. You Sorry. see my, my response to uh -huh. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously like who gives a man everybody's feet are gross i like he said he said nah i'll just get a petty and know i'm not disgusting i was like yeah what you said was funny i genuinely laughed but damn there's nothing quite like raining on a well grade. you know he might have nice feet but he's a disgusting human being right you know like seriously so it's like which would you rather have right you know i mean i'd rather have <laughs> jake's helmet feet than if he had like nice feet right <laughs> but he's a dick <laughs> nice feet it's funny as on my <laughs> but he's got nice feet though <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's an ass have you seen his feet <laughs>
It's just normal. So what are you guys up to? Besi- I mean, besides being green with jealous rage at Scott. <laughs> um, actually, so I watched a TV show. It's was it a- on Netflix? No, it was actually on <laughs> HBO. It's a goodie, uh, but an oldie. Shoot, what's it called? Oh, True Detective. <laughs> Sorry, oh, dude, that dude. first season is so good. <laughs> Are you groaning because it was a bad joke? <laughs> no, I just don't want to talk about it. No, show. it's fine. I just watched it. All, all I'm going to say, I, I, I brought it up just to be quick with it, but um, I've heard a lot of good things about that first season. The first season is amazing. That's all I've seen so far. Um, it wasn't as good as I was expecting just because I heard from people that it's like the best ever, but it is really, really good. So, and Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Excuse us. Chris while, is getting more drink. <laughs> while, while Chris takes a, takes a, anyway. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson are awesome. Anyway, that's all I'll say. I love the show. Yeah, it's, it's great. seriously one of my favorite shows ever. It is me too. so good. Chris refuses to watch it because he's a contrarian that won't. <laughs> but what yeah, is? I saw every episode except for the last one. Why don't you see the last one? Uh, because it's know. the best one, and he refuses to <laughs> it, watch that it. one. That one has all the closure. Like, I know. You finally figure out what's. I was like, happen. I was watching it, and I was like, I'm just not feeling the show. I'm just not digging it. I was watching it with Kylie, and like something happened where she, we couldn't watch it together, and then like a week went by, and then another and now it's week been too and long, and you have to rewatch the yeah, whole season. And, and, and then she's like, "You ever want to finish that show?" I was like, "Not really." That's, so I just that's, every so episode it's a sore spot in our relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can I can side like, with Jake on this point here. Dude, it <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I was always the neutral one in this argument, but I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I have to side with Jake on this one. <laughs> You're a total douche. <laughs> I mean, he's I'm, a real douche. I mean, I'm sorry that I don't like watch something in my free time to make you guys happy. <laughs> I mean, I watch stuff in my free time to make you happy. For I the mean. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well okay. here we go. Anyway. Now, now we know how to get Chris to watch the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we were talking about doing a, a Superman movie stack. And Chris is like, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, just so you can <laughs> it all over my favorite movies, you dick. <laughs> That's not what I said. I know. That was what I said. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to spend any more time on True Detective. We it's great, though. It. That it's, last it's episode great. is unreal. Right? It is unreal. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen season two. I, I watched season I three, though. Yet. I loved season two. You know, two, they're all yeah. like different actors and mm-hmm. stuff, right? It's a different oh, okay. story, like, right? Yeah. yeah. Season three was great, it's too. Like, it's That's, like uh, American Horror Story, where every, every season it's its own little oh, show. But Ma- Marshall Ali is, the, is season three. Yeah. Maharshala. What do you guys have been up to? Uh, dude, like honestly, School. the the only thing Jeez. I really have been up to in my free time, um, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons again with my brothers. Um, it started off as like a let's do a quick campaign before school starts, and then we had a baby, and then mm-hmm. we role play so much. And Jake Jake plays with us too, and I was surprised he even wanted to play because I'm like, yeah, I'm doing the exact same campaign again. Um, and another one of our friends, Neil. What's up, Neil? Um. But like the time that I devote to it, it's I mean, it, it was crazy at first. And then now that now that we're finally playing like every week or every other week is like, dude, I like dream about it. Like I, I dream about like these characters that I've made up in this town and then their characters interacting with it. And uh, last time we played, there was like a huge fight that almost happened between all of us. Wow. <laughs> like at like the table proper at, fight. Like, yeah. yeah. Like not yeah. your characters, you guys. Yeah. Both. Was, Both. <laughs> the, the the fight was in the game. I swear, man, if you kill my character, I'm gonna punch you so hard. <laughs> That's actually exactly no, what Jake it said. Was, it was I seriously I was like going, I will I will kill my character. I will commit suicide if you do this. Like <clears throat> I'm not joking, Cody. <laughs> Cody. What a, Cody made a, on, Cody. a character that's a werewolf. And uh and, and during character creation parts, I was like, Are you sure? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be so cool. So was he gonna bite Jake? Uh, he, he did, did bite, bite me. Bite ah. And Chris is like, make a constitution saving throw, and I looked at Cody and was like, If you give me lycanthropy, I will commit suicide. <laughs> I will kill my character. I swear I'm not playing as a werewolf. <laughs> 
Because I, I never had any intentions of making Jake a werewolf. If if you're going to play D&D and have werewolves in your campaign, you should definitely set that expectation. Yeah. Because, you know, like maybe Jake could have bought like some silver or something and just killed him. So there was there was out of the blue. But, but I, I mean, kind of wanted to scare him a little. But at the same time, though, like uh, if you're... Uh, mission accomplished. <laughs> I was well and scared. But, but I mean, at the same time, like your your characters are technically supposed to be meeting up for the first time he wouldn't know that he's a werewolf right exactly so you kind of have to have that element of surprise and you know you were legitimately pissed off which you know hell if i would have been pissed off i would be pissed if off i too, was a werewolf right? and i attacked you if Jake, i was be so mad if i was bit by a werewolf i'd be pretty pissed <laughs> yeah right no it was it was fun though the the battle was fun it was a close fought battle because neil left in the middle of the night and so it was just Not me and like Josh. his character no, it's no, I, I, no, I, no, I, I, I'm so, following. So it was just Josh and I fighting against the werewolf, and the werewolf had almost double our total HP combined. <laughs> so it was just like, oh my gosh, we're gonna so, die. So here's my question: uh, the way that werewolves work in D and D, does the player have control over the werewolf? Or no. The, so you, the as the Chris, as the so I, I would ask him, who do you want to attack? And then he would say this person, and then I was like, hey, this. And they do a, they have an, a scratch bite combo attack. Uh, so, so he would roll and he was like, no, I, I don't want to roll because he was like killing them. And he's like, guys, I swear I don't want to kill you. And you're like, yeah, well, you shouldn't have made your character a werewolf then. <laughs> I'm not that's trying like, to kill That's you. like Bruce Banner. Like, guys, I'm sorry I broke Manhattan again. I broke Harlem, but, uh, you know, I just can't help myself. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was a fun it was a fun session and it all's well that ends well. But during the during the session, if looks could kill, Cody would have two two inch holes in the middle it, of his forehead between Josh and I. <laughs> that was a funny thing too. I was like, and then you guys get attacked by a werewolf. And I look up at them, and they both just have the sour look on. Them. And I was like, oh, well, I was, good thing Neil left in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, and that's why Jay, I look over at Jake, and he's just. <laughs> Staring a hole at Neil, <laughs> and then at Cody, and like no one was mad at me, and I'm the one like attacking them. <laughs> it, was fun. it was fun. That's great. I love D and D. D and D is great. I actually had a conversation at work uh, about D and D, just about how just how fun it is. You know, like yep. you, you get to you get to use your imagination and be a total dick. That's fun. Want. I saw a you meme know? recently that was like the most. It's like explained how D and D is, and it was like the Power Rangers, and they were morphing, mm -hmm. and it was like magic, math, friends, dick jokes, D and D. And I was like, "That's right. That's all we do is dick jokes and math." And math. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. As far as what I've been doing is, I mean, between work and school, I have a twelve-hour day every weekday. Um, so I wake up and watch my, my D and D podcast on YouTube until I have to go to work and then have my 12 hour day and then go to bed. And then on Saturdays, I either play Dungeons and Dragons or I record this podcast. So any other free time at all is dedicated to homework for this podcast. So nice. that's all. That's basically what I've been up oh, to. Oh, so you pulled a Scott. Uh, just homework. <laughs> just homework. Yeah, I know. I, I, I feel like Scott. He's defend himself, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> screw you, Scott. What have you been up to? Oh, I don't know. Just hanging out at World Trade Center 1 and eating the eating best pizza, pizza in the world. And, and uh, the best deli meat. He sent a picture of a freaking Reuben the other day, and it made. Like, oh, I love Reuben. It's the best sandwich ever, dude. What do you think of that Irish omelet? Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I wasn't like blown away. No, by I it. wasn't either. But it was a lot of food. But the pancakes there. Are delicious. Pancakes were good. Did yeah. You go? Original, Original pancake. pancake house. House. Oh, I've been there. It's I haven't good. had the Irish omelet. Have it's, you seen the omelet? They had, they had the the. Huge. It's called the Dutch baby. They're like the, a souffle. It's crazy. Yeah, they had a they had a the German pancakes there are really good. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I mean it was it wasn't bad. It wasn't like it didn't knock my socks off. But um, before before we move on to our topic, though, I do want to mention just because it's like relevant right now. Sure, uh, still relevant, I suppose. Um, the new Lion King did just come out. Um, I haven't and, seen it yet. And it makes me sad. I want to go see it. I feel like we should spend a little bit of time at least talking about it just sure. to give, you know, some context as to I went and saw it with my wife and kids. Chris went and saw it with wife and kids, wife and kids as well. And Jake um, didn't see it with his wife. And kids. 
ultimately, I'm just going to say this. Ultimately, I was just kind of like, I wasn't blown away. Like visually, it's amazing. It's incredible. Um, but if you want to just pay 10 bucks at the theater to watch a shot for shot, line for line remake of a classic, then that's what you're going to get. Um, yeah, because you liked it when you first came out. I did. It's one of those things that the more I think about it, the more it sits, the more I sit on it, the more I realize that there's more things that I didn't like about it than I did. Yeah. The, that, the, the longer you, you digest that because like when I was watching it, I was I mean, you can't help but compare it to the original. Right. right. Because it's a scene for scene remake. Right. Um, and like even the lines, it's line for line remake. It's right. So, right. Like the same pacing. It was so weird. It was. And every single thing in it was lesser, was sur- superfluous than than the the animated movie. Yeah. I've heard that the best part about the movie is Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. And even then, yes. it's still not. And Zazu. It, yeah. And Zazu, yeah. Uh, so the three white guys. Dude, and like John Oliver John legit Oliver, yeah. sounds just like, um, what's his name, Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson. From the I, see, I, I kind of left myself, I, I, I kind of missed uh, Rowan Atkinson. No, I did too. Because like I said, everything they do is lesser. And, so like the oh, songs, yeah. like, you know, oh, everybody yeah. look left. Yeah. And Zazu goes, yeah. They didn't do that. Yeah. So like, they just they that part was it really some parts. that part was really disappointing. The yeah. the the I can't, I can't wait, wait to for be king. king to be king was a little was was a bit of, and same with the music was pretty disappointing. Akuna Matata was fun, but uh, so was the in the jungle. Yeah, that was yeah. fun too. But the the be prepared was like a neutered version of it. Yeah, that was because there was some controversy around like how the hyenas were not or uh, Nazi marching in yeah. the animated. Goose <laughs> So they so they cut it out. Why is that controversial? They they were the enemies. They were the, they bad, were the guys. bad guys. Because so, Nazis you know, will never. It's be not good. controversial to me. I'm just saying it, that, it's controversy that they're putting Nazi iconography or whatever yeah. in a movie. But then people were pissed that they cut it out. So they're like, okay, we'll put a little bit of it back in. So then it became becomes a poem instead yeah scar just kind of like says it and the uh, hyenas it's, it's, like snap afterwards <laughs> it, <laughs> excuse me ordered the large <laughs> hello anyway I, I so i i said this to you guys last night and and this is what i'll leave it at john favreau he did an amazing job with jungle book jungle book the live action jungle book in my opinion is better than the original yeah I, but at I the same so. time we weren't kids when the right. original came out which Jungle Book and the new live action Jungle so Book. So not Mowgli. No. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. The John okay. Faber one. The the Disney okay. one. Yeah. Uh, one is Bill Murray. Uh, yeah. yeah. It is better. Is better. I mean, you have Idris Elba as uh, Shere Khan. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I kind of liked the old one, but that's fine. No, I mean, no, I, I mean, love the old. Like one, no, no, I love it. no, like. No, dis- but I see old what one. you're saying. But I, I think it's that they, comparable they at, le- at least, yeah. Comparable. Well, they they took the old one, and I feel like like making it live action, they made it better. And then I, but I think it's because you added that human element to it that the animals were interacting with the humans, and so therefore the danger became real. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so rather than just animated, right? And so I feel like the Lion King it was just like. If I wanted an animated movie where they, it was just all voice actors, I would have just watched the original. Yeah, because it's right. Like the only thing live action about this was like the scenery. Right. There wasn't like any live action. Any. It was about as live action as that dinosaur movie from the two, early two thousands. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll say, yeah. I'll say, and I don't want to, I don't want to completely crap on it because it was a good movie, but it was just like the original, which it's is a, a good movie because sure. the original right. is a good movie. But like John Favreau, who's a very good, competent director. This is what I was talking to you guys last night. I feel like when he took on the line. King, he kind of shot himself in the foot from the beginning because he has a very, very, very slim chance of actually making that movie better. Did but there's feel, a broad chance of him actually screwing it up. Did it feel like and I don't think he like screwed studio up, involvement that may have? Dude, it was such a cash grab. That's all this was. It, it really did was. Did it feel like studio involvement that that ruined it? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like the idea to do a, a scene for scene remake was probably Disney's. Yeah. And then they hired John Favreau just for his name alone. Disney, and because he did Disney Jungle Book. Because Disney does a pretty good job of staying out and letting the director do their thing. And I mean, the, there's yeah. some there's some movies where you kind of, the the studio has to say, "Okay, well we're planning on this sequel, so you have to do this and there." But like um n- not like Warner Brothers with the DC universe. I feel like that the DCEU suffers from studio involvement yes. really bad. Yeah, that's um, whereas been, I think yeah. that uh, Disney does a pretty good job of letting the directors. But usually, if like a good story or whatever, 
gets ruined, it's usually studio involvement. That, yeah. That's fair. I don't want to. I don't want to dump too much on uh, John Favreau. Like he's a very competent director, competent storyteller. He he knows what he's doing. Oh yeah. Um, I just feel like it was just kind of like. There's some things that they didn't have to change the story, but they could have expounded on some things like they like they could have expounded on the story between Scar and Mufasa mm-hmm. and the the challenge that they talked about and how Scar got his scar. Well, and, and if you look why at, his name was changed to Scar. If you look at Jungle Book, he <laughs> you know how he was born, born with the name Scar. <laughs> well, we better give him one. Um, but you look at Jungle Book, it's an adaptation not only of the animated movie, but of the book. And the, mm-hmm. the ending of it lends itself to another one. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. It's a, It was like this original story told, an adaptation of, of yeah. the book. Yeah. Uh, this one wasn't. And so, like, in... It's almost apparent to like if you if you just pay attention that he had John Favreau had zero intentions of making this movie, but Jungle Book made a billion dollars, so Disney threw a bunch of money at him. Mm-hmm. Hey, put all your plans on hold and make this. And he's like, I don't know. Uh, we'll make one of you, our best movies. We'll ever. give you a hundred million dollars. Okay. Right. <laughs> so so one last thing I'll say, and then and then I I can personally move on from it. Um, the the interesting thing about the original is that it was animals, but they added human features. Yeah, this right? one didn't have it because they were realistic animals. Yeah, you look at Timon and Pumbaa. The reason why those guys were funny is because they'd like wink at the camera, they'd, they they'd smile, emo- they emoted, they yeah. emoted. Yeah. Well, so did and Simba, like when his dad died. Yeah. And then this time he's like, I do that main too. <laughs> he had like this straight plate face. face. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh and no. <laughs> like, he, didn't, he didn't even look sad. Right. He looked the same as when he was happy. Right. Oh, it was so bad. But like, but like the, that's the thing is like the Timon and Pumbaa were definitely the, the funniest parts of the movie or the, some of the best parts of the movie. But like even Timon, mm-hmm. uh, the, the meerkat, he didn't have any facial expressions because he was an animal. That's part of what made him funny in the original is he had those expressions. What if he's on our side? You know, yeah. like that was, it was part of the expression expression and you didn't get that. It was just like all of a sudden, Hey, what if he's on our side? And it's, it's like, just, I don't yeah. know. I don't want to, I don't want to dump on it too much because it like a lot of people liked it and it's a, it, it's good. And there's some parts in it that are a little different, but it's anyway, like I said, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll mm-hmm. cool. Well, let's move on to our topic for the day. Um, we're doing a, another second chance, um, another second chance episode. Last second chance episode we did was uh, Mortal Kombat. Was it Mortal Kombat? I wasn't here for that one. I think it was, was Mortal gone. Kombat. I was gone for that. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> such a good movie. <laughs> hey, speaking of Mortal Kombat, Johnny Cage is in is in this one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, we have. Uh, well, go ahead, Chris. What you're the one that picked this one. <laughs> so, uh, this this movie, it's Iron Man three. I'm sure you all know because we're gonna put it in our title. But Iron Man three has a long storied history with some of us here in this podcast. Because <laughs> um, when it came out, there was a lot of controversy around it. A lot of people didn't like it, but then some people did. It made a billion dollars, and it was the second Marvel movie to make a billion dollars. And we, we talk about Marvel a lot, but this was something that I uh, I kind of wanted to do for a while because I was convinced it was a good movie from the start. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it because of it came out right after the Avengers and it was like a solo movie again. So a lot of people like didn't, they dismissed it because of that. There was a lot of people mad at it because they whitewashed the villain. Uh, played by Guy Pierce. It was supposed to be even Ben Kingsley who was who wasn't uh, an Asian actor played the Mandarin and the Mandarin is an Asian villain in the comics. But Ben um, Kingsley played Gandhi. I know. Hmm. But I don't think that was a, an issue then with people <laughs> oh. like it is now. Um also I think it's fair that we should say that we're going to be talking a lot of spoilers because the movie's been out for 6 years. Yeah, seven years, six, six, six years. almost 7. So, yeah, so and then there's one person I know who hated it because his movie came out that year. And then by comparison, <laughs> I didn't, Man of Steel came out. I didn't hate Iron Man 3 because of the comparisons with Man of Steel. I genuinely did not like Man of Steel or uh, Iron Man. 3. Yeah, I don't believe you. Freudian slip. I know. By the way, Freudian slip. <laughs> I, I genuinely didn't like Iron Man 3. I, uh, I'll just be honest. Like I, all, all the criticisms that were thrown at Iron Man 3, Troy was like, but Tony Stark's doing it. Tony Stark's killing people. Chris, <laughs> look at the product placement. just did the same thing Troy did. <laughs> you, just, you, you were talking about the criticisms thrown at 
Man of Steel. But you said Iron Man 3. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you literally did, it, you did, did the exact same thing. <laughs> Every did. time I listen back to this podcast, I always say the wrong thing. I'm like, you idiot. Here's Like, I always call the good guy of the movie the antagonist, and I just keep going like I didn't just say the wrong thing. Like, I, my, I didn't catch myself. I So, the, the issue is that you had... You had Iron Man three, which came out. It was it immediately followed the hugely successful Avengers, um, which everyone was so excited about it beating the Dark Knight. Um, and then, uh, um, as far as money and sales and stuff, anyway. And then you, so you, then it, it was followed by Iron Man three, which was the tr- the end of a very successful trilogy. The trilogy, the character that kicked off the entire MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're comparing that with, granted, he's a more iconic historically iconic hero with Superman, but Superman had his first movie in this franchise franchise in this, in this universe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so it was, it was, it was an origin story. So I I don't think the comparisons are necessarily. I agree. And that's why I don't know why I I just, I was just doing it to bug you. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely didn't like, um, like Iron Man three, um, mainly because, um, I don't know. It just, it was here. You know, I'll say it. I'll say this now. So are we going to, so we watched it all yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we watched we can, it last night. We're pretty now, fresh on our minds. Yeah. The, the humor, the humor in Iron Man three is great. I will oh give it that. Gosh. I definitely like oh, the movie. Like, he's mm-hmm. so great. I like the movie a lot more the second time than mm-hmm. I did the first time. But the thought that I had was that Iron Man three is the X-Men three of the Iron Man trilogy. Oh, it's got a new director. Like, oh, Iron Man two. Yeah, I agree with that. Iron Man. T- I, I, okay. I liked I liked Iron Man one the best. Sure. Three second to last. Okay. In that trilogy. When when Iron Man was like in when Tony Stark in the very beginning when he turns on that when he turns on that uh Christmas album mm-hmm. and, or that Christmas song and he's having all of the pieces fly at him and he's putting on his suit piece by piece and then he has to like he has to go upside down so the mask will go on his face. And then he does like hero pose mm-hmm. right at the end. I was and like, and then says, this is, I'm the best. Yeah. That was the corniest. Thing. I, uh, that, that was when I wrote that note. This movie is the X-Men three of Iron Man. Okay. But one scene but like, doesn't make it. I know. X Men three, but my, but you gotta understand, I didn't like this movie going into it. And I immediately, I was like, this reminded me of all the reasons why I didn't. I like actually it. have a note in my phone right now that says, <laughs> <laughs> I, I my eyes rolled into the back of my head. Yeah, that part he, was when bad. That part when yeah. he does the flip and the animation in it wasn't great mm-hmm. either on that part. I remember watching it and just going, the animation wasn't great. Right. He had to do that side flip so that his head was upside down when the mask hit him. But he landed and it perfectly. Then he landed it perfectly and then he said and then he's like, I'm the best. And I was like, Oh my goodness. That was the that one of the corniest moments in all of of MCU, but there was only one moment in right. the movie, and I mean, I'm it did break my suspension of disbelief, and it pulled yeah. me out of the movie and all that and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I I was it was a pretty big eye roll moment. But yeah. like that moment was immediately undercut by him getting hit in the back of the leg, and then he falls over and, and loses all, all of his armor. All the armor comes off, which is like a consistent theme that it with keeps the whole up. rest of the movie. And like that's where I like he gets that. a big head. Like I said, I did like it better this time around than I did the first time. Mm-hmm. I still do think I believe when we did our Marvel stack, our very first episode, um, I think I put Iron Man three at the bottom. You put it dead last, and I still feel that way. I still feel like it's the weakest of well. Okay, at the time when we did the stack, mm-hmm. I still agree with where my, my placement of uh, of Iron Man three, but it is better than I. It's hard. I I like. There's it. no way it's worse than Iron Man two. Or I liked like it better two. than Iron Man two, but it's hard because Sam Rockwell's an Iron Man two, and that makes me want to put it above everything. I mean, Sam he's he's good in it, but it's not a good movie. No, it's not. I I agree. Um, but. Yeah. Um, some of the notes I had for it, John Favreau, we talked about him earlier with Lion King. He is so good. And he is one of, he is, 
solid entertainment in this movie as an actor. Yeah, not as the director. It was it was almost his portrayal of he wasn't directing, so he could like flex his muscles. Yeah, sorry, Jake. Go ahead. No, his his portrayal of Happy is fantastic. Yeah, he's so and like the way all the power went straight to his head when he became the forehead of security. (laughs) Like it was that's such a funny joke too. When it when he puts the iPad up to his face on all it shows is his, his head from his nose up. And is this like, forehead of security? Is this the forehead of security? Yeah. And then he's Pepper is looking at Aldrich Killian's big brain. He's like, "What do you mean his big brain? Show me." <laughs> and he holds the iPad up. He's like, "What? Just looking at your stupid face? Turn the screen Watching around. Watching you watch them that doesn't help me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. And John Favreau playing Happy is so good. He was so like cuz he's still super serious, mm-hmm. but it's his deadpan serious portrayal of Happy that makes it so funny. And how he was tapping his badge to everyone. He's like, "Hey, badge, guys, badge." Bad. And then when he looks at uh oh, what was the guy's name? Uh James Badge Dale. He's the, such a good actor, dude. And, and he's like, "Hey, hey guy." And he shows him that and he's it's just it was great. And then speaking of great portrayals, James Badge Dale is the best, like, tough guy douchebag. I know. He's like, he always plays like the, the douchebag, cocky mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A tough Who guy. Who dies in every movie he's and in. And he is, he, he does a great, he does he's in well. He's in World War Z and he has an amazing beard. Yeah. <laughs> Just check right. it out. Yeah. Well, um, try go ahead. One criticism this movie got from other people, and I, the more I think about it, the more I realize that it's actually probably true is that they didn't include any of the other Avengers. It didn't have black widow in it. It didn't have. Right. But none of the movies did except for Avengers really. Right. But I'm also thinking Thor. Right. I mean, they've mentioned them and stuff like they mentioned New York, the wormhole, all that. I get it. What I'm saying though, is that like, this is also super early in the Marvel run. Sure. So they weren't doing that in. Sure. But you still had, I mean, like black widow was on Iron Man too. Right, uh, you even had that was, that was Nick the Fury. first time you saw her. But still, you had Nick Fury, and the first time you saw him was in Iron Man One. Right. What I'm saying though, like, so uh, Tony Stark is by all accounts presumed dead when his in, when his mansion is destroyed. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's a pretty big reason for pretty good reason for other Avengers like Captain America, Hawkeye, those that are still around, Black Widow. Right, Rail, and that was that was a common Hulk criticism then, as they already out. established the Avengers. But it's a solo movie. What I'm saying, though, is I agree with it because it's like, well, that means it's you're not the problem allowed to about, have a solo movie from now on. But that's the thing, though. You have to you have to keep the stakes proportionate well, to then you could that Doctor right? Strange. Why didn't they have any other superheroes in Doctor Strange? I, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. Like, I, I'm not. Um, that, that's that's the hard thing with it, with these movies. And it's like, what? We'll just let Thor 2. Yeah. Look at Thor 2. It's they almost destroy the, the entire planet. And there no. The only person that showed up was Thor. Yeah. Right. Like. That and so that's where it's hard. Is like where's it wasn't until uh, I think Winter Soldier was the Winter first time. Soldier to, that they started including uh, that they started because that's because the 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 criticism started showing up and that's when they started listening to their fans sure, eventually. Sure. In in by Winter Soldier, they started including more people because they had to. Yeah, and I, I can't really hold it against this movie because this movie's goal was to show that Tony Stark was the superhero. It wasn't his suit. It wasn't Iron sure. Man quotes. It sure. was it was Tony. It was and, also, I think, trying to be a smaller story mm-hmm. um, that eventually became a big story because, I mean, the it ended with the president of the United States being strung <laughs> up. Held hostage. That was hostage. Like, I'd say that's 80s. a pretty good reason for oh, Captain America to get involved. Like 80s, right? Like right. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, it, yeah, seriously. But it was like the whole movie was a small story uh, with Tony being stranded in Tennessee and all that different stuff. Like it's it's they were trying to make it a small story, smaller story, and then eventually <clears> like – Oh, and also we're going to take out the head of state of America. Like, Mm -hmm. but, um, a lot of my criticisms of the movie didn't change with this watch, with this rewatch of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but a lot of my criticisms did change. Uh, it is in, it is an incredibly entertaining movie. The jokes are really good. Mm -hmm. They're well-timed, um, well-timed jokes. Um, they had the Westworld reference in there. That's 
way before the TV show Westworld came out. So he's like referencing the Yule Brenner movie from mm-hmm. the 70s. The Jamaican bobsledder. Which is freaking hilarious that they that they were able to do that. Like it, it's that kind of stuff that makes Tony Stark really a great character is those those types of, mm-hmm. of those quotes. Quotes and, and stuff like the that. One-liners. I was just I was super impressed. Watching him be mean to people is like he's like his snappy like insults and everything are hilarious. They are. Oh, when he's when he's the kid's like, I'm cold. And he goes, I know. You know how I can tell? We're connected. We're connected. And then drives off. Like it's just so like I don't the know. First time he meets the kid, where's your parents? He's like, mom's at, mom's at work. Dad went out to get scratchers, and I guess he won because that was six years ago. He's like, yeah, dad, leave. Don't need to be a pussy about it. <laughs> anyway, I need a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> you know, I've been thinking, where is my sandwich? <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna say about this. I think that the the comedy in Iron Man three is its main saving grace. If this movie didn't have, if this movie had half the comedy and just took itself more seriously, I think it would, it would have been a would bigger, have been Iron Man too. a <laughs> bigger of an issue. Yeah. Like and that's when like, worse. like none of these movies, like if you, if you notice in a lot of these MCU movies, the main character is never taking his situation seriously. And then when he does, it kind of hits a little harder. Like uh, for example, when, the villain of the movie showed him that he has pepper and he's torturing her mm-hmm. right now. And then Robert Downey Jr. started to cry. Like you see the tears coming out of his eye and like the acting in that scene was really good. Yeah. Cause he's like, Oh, and it, you can tell he gets like gut punched and just the way that, just the way and, that Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, sold it. It's the, it's the way the movie is like going, okay, hard left turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has been a lighthearted we, we, we've been lighthearted all this moment and then right now mm-hmm. it's like oh this is but, the moment but even where then. we where we you take the hard left turn it's like okay things are about to get serious now even then though you still have the the funny moments that preceded it like or yeah no that come after that, it that came after it yeah, yeah. Where, where he's like I'm gonna you guys are gonna die any, any second <laughs> right now <laughs> he's I, his hands on the bed but they like, everyone the audience knew what was going on yeah, yeah. yeah. but it's 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 like, part of the humor the humor in it is really good like I'd say it's it's one of the I don't know other than maybe like Thor Thor Ragnarok, the humor in it is probably it's it's Shane Black. It's a, such a Shane Black movie, and the more I get familiar with his work, when I watch it, I was like, yeah, this is this is everything about this movie is Shane Black. Like every little minor character to an extra is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like Tony's getting shot at in Tennessee, and he hides behind a car, and there's a guy hiding there, and he's all crazy, right? And the guy's like. Yep. Like <laughs> totally not caring. <laughs> or the ba- the bad guy when when he's shoot when Tony's shooting all the people and he points his hand at him and points the gun at him. The guy's like, you know what? I give up. It's fine. I don't like working for these guys. They are so weird. <laughs> like, like there's like a guard with like a ponytail for stuff just to give that char- character some Yeah. Just to give that guy some character. And Tony's all, hey, Ponytail Express. <laughs> and I like dying, dude. <laughs> it was like under my breath, like Ponytail Express. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. <laughs> I, th- these, these these movies, it, it showed that these movies can't take themselves too seriously. That's the point. Even, even Endgame uh, had to have... That's America's ass. It had to have some funny moments, Absolutely. you know. It had not just some funny, but there had to be a layer of comedy going all the way through. And and this was I love you three thousand. This was one know. of the movies too that this was back in the day when they had to stand on their own merits. Yes. So that's why people were a little harsher on like Iron Man two or yeah. something like that yeah. or Thor two or whatever. The like Marvel movies weren't an automatic success, right? Just because mm-hmm. of who what they were, and yeah. that makes sense. And and yeah. I think so going back to when I originally saw the movie, I think my main criticism of Iron Man 3 was that it was directly following Avengers. Yeah. And so Avengers was such a yeah, it's exactly. It's a tough act to follow and it and it did not live up to Avengers. Mm -hmm. And because of that, it, it I feel like I judged it too harshly. I like it a lot better now than I did when it first came out. Um, so I, I think, and I remember when they did the house party protocol and all the suits came up and I said it to you guys last night, I was like, do you remember in the theater how awesome this moment was when all the suits came and showed up and it was all the different 
things they could do. The one mm-hmm. suit like broke apart into pieces and then like reconstituted <clears throat> itself. And it was like the, the Jarvis, intro- the Jarvis one. Yeah. And then is the reintroduction or the, the, the introduction of the idea of the Hulkbuster mm-hmm. armor and stuff like that. There was just like, Oh man, it's so, it was such an awesome moment in the theater when you're like, Oh, the opportunities. And then all the cool thing, the, 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 staged moments they had with it where he would jump into a suit and then mm-hmm. one of the one of the melt guys would would tackle it out of the way and he's falling in the sky and like oh no and then another suit would catch yeah. him or he would only get caught by half a suit so he'd mm-hmm. have like a chest piece and a hand piece and two foot uh things so like it was a, but no helmet and his right arm didn't have the mm-hmm. blaster and it's just stuff like that that was so creative and interesting that that final fight scene, while super like eighties movie, like mm-hmm. you said, with the president being hung up and they were gonna and like burn an him oil alive tanker or and something. an oil tanker and like <clears throat> it was still super interesting. Um yeah. while also having the emotion when right. but when I honestly thought Pepper Potts died. Yeah. Marvel's done that to me a few times. Like dude. I was like, oh was like, wow, they killed Pepper. Whoa, they killed Nick Fury. Yeah. Psych. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, they killed half the universe. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was just it was much better watch through um uh ten years down the line. To your to your Seven point as well, and to 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 Iron Man 3's credit, and I'm gonna go back to the comedy here a little bit, the constant undercutting. You're talking about that moment where they all show up and you're like, and you're just that that it has some gravity to it, some gravitas, right? Yeah. And you're just like, you know, this is amazing. And then Mark the Mark Forty Two suit. Comes. I love how Mark Forty Two <laughs> was a character in this movie. <laughs> he's like the prodigal son returns, <laughs> and it's leading up to this huge moment where it's like Iron Man. You're expecting a fist bump, and then it just breaks apart. It, it, it bumps its foot and just, ta- <laughs> and just <laughs> falls. He's just like apart. rolling his eyes. It's like, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> but oh, then it great. turned into something that you like threw the suit on the dude on Killian mm-hmm. and, and blew him up. Like it was, it was a cool moment. That was a cool moment. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to bring up something that I talked to you guys last night. And it's that I love one of the best parts about Iron Man um, suits in the first in phase one was how cool his suits were mm-hmm. and how, all the different ways like, in Iron Man 2 when he had that suitcase and oh, he yeah. picked it up and then stretched it out and then it like and, and that's how he was able to apply the mm-hmm. suit in that was from the cartoon too yeah right yeah. and then and there then, was then there then was in, in Avengers yeah, in the tower when he when he, ju- when he gets thrown out the window and he has the trackers on his hands mm-hmm. and the suit comes down and catches him or in Iron or in Avengers when he's walking down the walkway and it's pulling the suit off. Mm-hmm. Even in Iron Man One when the suits when the ro- the machines are pulling the suit off of him mm-hmm. and Pepper walks downstairs and he goes, uh, "You have to admit this is not the weirdest thing because <laughs> he's uh, like, be gentle. This is my first time." <laughs> <laughs> and then this suit, the prehensile suit, in which Mark Forty Two was such a character and like it was always undercutting him, but like it was that. so cool the way that it was all working. And then, and then you get at the end of phase two, beginning of phase three of, of Marvel. And then it's, he starts using nanotech. And I I was like, it took all that, all those cool moments that you got with his suit and it took him away. And so now his suit is just like part of him or whatever. And then it just kind of like fizzles into existence as it like wraps around. I was like, it's not as fun. It's not as visually interesting. It can be whatever he wants it it to be. Exactly. I agree with you last night, but I'm going to disagree with you right now, right now, because I mean, it's cool because it can all the, like in end game, when he allowed the suit to like turn into the thing that'll channel Thor's, Mm-hmm. Lightning and like it turned into some really or even cool the thing moments. to grab the, the stones, but yeah, the, even even then, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about though is that like what I really like about the nano suit and 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 when Chris said that's kind of his final suit, which is fitting because of the end of ending. Sure, um, it actually made me think about it about like how even even with that there was a progression right yeah it felt like there was the, a progression the natural progression exactly of, but what but I they just it just kept getting better there was there's more and more upgrades what I would have liked the movie though showing how he made it sure yeah, exactly. that would have been cool yeah because that's they, what they didn't really introduce nanotechnology yeah. and then just suddenly he has a nano yeah. suit and it was like 
Mm, and that's that's something I missed from the yeah. Iron Man movies was just like Jarvis constantly telling him like your suits are only at 17 percent and then he's fighting and fighting. You're down to four percent. And it, it created a tension mm-hmm. for the audience while they're watching it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I said this yesterday. I was super proud of my reference. But um the bad guy in the Air Force One throws all these staff outside, and there's 13 falling. And he's like, Jarvis, how many is there? He's 13. How many can I carry? Four. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah. So he has to save them all. Mm-hmm. And they're all falling. He's like 10,000 feet. And, and 9,000 feet. And Tony I, has to figure out yeah. how to save them, not Jarvis. And I was like, this is like C-3PO yeah. telling yeah. Han Solo the odds. He's yeah. like yeah. constantly in his ear. Yeah. Um, but it was such, it, it, it created the, the, the tension mm-hmm. and it used, and then he used that stuff. Like at the end of Iron Man one, when they did the icing thing, when they oh, were yeah. going into space and he used that to win mm-hmm. the battle at the mm-hmm. end of Iron Man one, which is, it was such a cool, like setup and payoff mm-hmm. of all that different stuff, um, that you didn't get with the nano suit. And I don't mind the nano suit. It was it was a cool effect, and it was it was still fine. It was fine. Yeah, like you said, it's a natural progression. I just missed all the all the cool ways that he could apply his suit. Yeah, and really, you can only do so many until it's like okay, yeah. uh, and it's starting to get too cartoony. Yeah, but. Uh, I just that, that that was just stuff that I was missing. And to your point, like In, if they would have gone from Iron Man one with his just first suit to a nano suit in Iron Man two, then I I, I would sure. be completely agreeing with you. But that's what I like about the nano suit is you look at the Iron Man trilogy and even the Avengers, and you have this natural progression. I think that's why I appreciated it. But to Chris's point as well, it would have been nice to see how he made it. You yeah. Know? Um. And but, you miss Jarvis. You get. What's her name? Wednesday? Friday. Friday. I love Friday. Friday is great. I love Friday. But you, I miss Jarvis sometimes. Oh, yeah. But I mean, Vision is also excellent. I, I love how like how much of a smart ass Friday is. Yeah. Like in Civil War when Hawkeye throw, or uh, Scarlet Witch throws a bunch of cars at him. And they're like multiple injuries detected. He's like, yep, I detected those two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the only thing I'm going to say on uh, the, the last thing I'm going to say, I... So when it came to Iron Man three, I definitely Iron Man three. I definitely enjoyed it more this time around than the last time. Yeah. Um, the two things I hated the most about it were obviously the Mandarin reveal. Um, even knowing it was going to happen, it bugged me. It bugged me, even knowing it beforehand. Um, and then the Pepper Potts part at the end, where all of a sudden she's just this commando like karate champion. <laughs> For it, some reason, like. It changed her mind. It changed her brain. It changed her abilities. And then to, she was like, like and then she was like, like, like out of nowhere, she's like, oh, it was really violent. Right. Like, like it took over her brain and you were worried for a second that she was going to turn it on Tony. And you're like, it was, it was weird. It, it, it was, was odd. It was odd. It was, it was that like that suspension of disbelief. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like in the beginning where uh, when the suit comes on and you're like, okay, that was that it had like kind of bookend it with another one where yeah. I was like, all right. And those are my two biggest beefs with the that movie. That being said, I loved the Ben Kingsley reveal. I, it was so funny. It was funny. Ben yeah. Kingsley being Trevor and Trevor Slattery, Trevor, Trevor Slattery, Trevor Slattery. <laughs> and how like Ben Kingsley, like giving this like speech about what's going he was on. So and then, menacing, dude. and then in the middle of his speech as Trevor, he just falls asleep. <laughs> and then he's like, Are, did you just nod off? And then he, and then he yells at him and he just wakes speedboat. up. He just wakes up. Oh, did I mention he gave me a speedboat? And it, was like, it was just like, it was so good. And, I get why it's annoying because it undercuts what the Mandarin is because the Mandarin is such a great villain in the comics and then th- then he just doesn't exist in the in the movies um but it was so funny it was so it was such a great moment in the movie and Ben Kingsley I mean he's a fantastic how actor in the hell he's did you get an Oscar winning actor like Ben Kingsley <laughs> to be the drunken moron I, in this movie. And he had like, such a comedic timing. Like, oh how'd my they, gosh. I was like, I didn't know he could be funny. Yeah. But Until that, I saw that movie. Funny yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. He can be funny, but can he, I, that funny? That was amazing. And how every time you thought he was like, cause he's always slinking off and I was like, oh, he's going to go do something 
shifty yeah. and it was only to grab another beer and just start drinking again. Like, it, oh. he's so, like they found me in the street doing things I should not have been doing in the street <laughs> and he's like I had a I had an issue with drugs and they promised they promised to get you off drugs they promised to give me more drugs <laughs> so he's like you should have pushed the panic button uh, well I panicked and then I handled it <laughs> and then he Opens snapped open the beer. a beer <laughs> like it was just <laughs> I so my issues like when I was watching it and, and I and I like I will give um, Marvel and oh, sorry what's the director's name Shane Black Shane Black I will give them him and the writers credit they filled the holes that I was poking into the Mandarin reveal mm-hmm. oh well if he's just an actor why is he legitimately killing people mm-hmm. right if he's just an actor how how is he actually how is he actually like okay with all of this terror that's actually happening that he's taking credit for? Yeah. And I I was poking these holes as I was watching the movie, knowing the reveal was coming later. And then they said, Oh, well, drugs. And they oh, and and how is how is this actor not recognized? Oh, plastic surgery. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, props to them for for filling those holes, but I did feel a bit cheated by it and I didn't like it anymore this time around than I did the first time around but to your point it was funny yeah Ben Kingsley is amazing um and I don't want to take anything away from that like it was funny um even what it was just both of his betrayals of that character were amazing yeah yeah. yeah. there are people that were pissed and I I can get why there are people mad especially like fans of the comic but everyone was like man they just like killed the mandarin character that like, you didn't even know who the mandarin was right. before you shut up right like my brother is like oh they just ruined the Mandarin. you didn't know who he was right like everyone acted like they were so mad about it and no one knew who he was until they revealed it in the trailers and they googled it yeah, like, exactly he was not like a well-known villain right that's how marvel the mcu has been since the beginning though yeah like I didn't know who Thanos was at the end of uh, at the end of what, Avengers. what movie Avengers. was it? Avengers. The, Avengers. The first Avengers. We, at the end of Avengers, they sh- he turns around in his chair and I was like, uh, "Hellboy." <laughs> Sorry, who's, That's yeah. idiots behind like, the who's, the, who's the purple dude with the testicle in his chin? Like, <laughs> what's grimace? <laughs> like who? And and then I looked it up and I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I looked up the Infinity Stones, Stones and yeah. Infinity Gauntlet series. I was like, "Oh, that's going to be a really cool storyline." But it wasn't until I Googled it that I really knew. And so they couldn't really ruin Thanos for me, mm-hmm. even though they didn't. But, like, I researched it, and then I was kind of upset that, th- that he wasn't, like, in love with death in the movies. But how could I be mad when I didn't even know who Thanos was beforehand? Mm-hmm. Sure. And so that's exactly what you're saying is, like, Mandarin is such a cool character, but... In my mind, Mandarin was a dude who was an actor. Yeah. Like, that's all I knew about mm-hmm. him. Anyway. And that's why, like, so I, again, I can see why some people would have been mad by that. Because they, they kind of neutered that Mandarin character. But if, if you were to look at the first Iron Man movies, Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, uh, for, for Aldrich Killian to be uh, the Mandarin the whole time, uh, work through... Anonymity, anonymity, anonymity. Uh, like he was saying, uh, having a front, um, having like these fake, uh, like he, he killed the president on the oil rig because of the leaks. And he was like, the president's like, what can I do to make you stop? And he's like, uh, nothing. I'm going to kill you here. I just needed, <laughs> I just need an excuse yeah. that would be, that would be good for the Mandarin. See, and that, that right, that stuff right there is super Mandarin, like the the work behind, from mm-hmm. behind the scenes type mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, so I like I like the twist of it, like the direction, and to make this character the Mandarin. And they, the, whenever they came up with the idea, they they didn't give Mandarin the ten rings. Instead, he used the ten rings as like a a symbol of mm-hmm. terrorism, like mm-hmm. the, the Captain America shield with the anarchy symbol on it on the back of his neck on on Ben Kingsley's neck. Um, so they would take these things and just to look more terrorist like. Anyway. They, they made his powers based in science, which is very Tony Stark or Iron Man for the time. Sure. But he became the perfect, like, anti-Iron Man suit to fight him. And the only way Tony could beat him was, like, a hundred different Iron Man suits. So, like, because he could just reach his hand through the metal and touch him and, and touch Tony. 
Um, so, and even then, it took Pepper Potts to kill him. Yeah, and it took uh, someone of his own creation, his own mm-hmm. making, to kill him. But it was cool seeing like Tony kicked him, and then all of a sudden his like fire hand came down, and Tony's like, "Whoa!" And he has to like get his leg out of the suit, and he cuts the the suit in half. And but he took his leg out first, so it was like it was really cool to see this villain that could like combat this his Iron Man suit like that. Yeah, it was I, awesome. I really liked Guy Pierce um as the villain. I like, as, I like everything. I like, yeah, yeah. Guy so Pierce is amazing. Everything. Oh man. Um I yeah. Uh, and and I don't I don't disagree with the concept of Pepper Potts, his own creation, mm-hmm. killing him. I just maybe more as a an expression of rage that she was just so angry that she you know, I don't want to say exploded but you know she killed him that way mm-hmm. rather than rather than some crazy martial arts it was weird it, it was, was super yeah. weird I, it I felt was not it a felt fan. tacked on because he Tony already had him beat yeah. and then he does like the the T one thousand reveal at the yeah. end walk yeah. out of the fire uh, it. it and then the other it thing felt was very that, much like she wasn't a damsel in distress well so the other she thing. Had to, was that that Tony Stark is just like, oh yeah, I, I solved this problem when I was drunk, you know, thirteen years ago. I, I know, and now, I now solve, she just doesn't have the powers I, anymore. I can solve this problem now. I can cure you, and it's like that was seemed a little cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little weird. underhanded. They gave her the powers, take it away. Yeah, she, I haven't referenced it since. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree with you there. Retcon out. Mm-hmm. We don't need uh, this. This presents a lot of problems for our future storylines. We're, <laughs> we're gonna make sure we get this taken out. But I do. Um, Jake got Jake's character got bit with lycanthropy. Uh, <laughs> I do. Uh, I do want to say I did try to watch this movie with with more open open eyes and, and look at it for the reasons why I would like it rather than why I didn't like okay. it. Okay. Well, then let's uh, let let's let's finish this off and say yeah. uh, second chance. Did it do better or worse? Did it did it change your mind or did it not change your mind on the movie? I'll go first. Okay. It definitely bumped the movie up a few spots in my mind to watch it again six years later. Um, it still didn't bump it up high enough to like get in the top half of our, of of Marvel movies mm-hmm. for me. But it's definitely, I definitely liked it all like loads, but night and day better the second time going through uh, rather than immediately following Avengers. So second chance. I like the movie a lot better now still has its issues still mm-hmm. isn't in the top half of Marvel movies for me, which is a tough market. That's or, a, that's or. a, that's a tough wall to break through. So uh, yes, it was a successful second chance. I, I've flipped my, my uh, opinion on this movie. I'm going to, I'm going to um, go along with that a, a lot of ways. Um, I think that, uh, uh, as part of a trilogy. Okay. So first I liked it more. Um, I'd say I liked it 3000 more. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Right? no, <laughs> no. Um, I did like it more. I would put it uh, like in our initial Marvel stack. I think I had it last. I would put it above Iron Man two and Thor two. Um, and probably some others that have come out re- more recent or whatever that mm-hmm. I it's it, like Jake said, it's still in the bottom half, but it's higher. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it more, um, as a standalone film, does it deserve a second chance? Maybe as part of a trilogy and as part of the overall MCU, I would say, I would say, yeah, cool. I would say I deserve a second chance, especially, I mean, yeah, just, just in the overall MCU story. I think, yeah. I think that's important. Damn it. Scott would be pissed right now because Chris brought up a movie that everybody didn't like and then changed everybody's mind again. <laughs> is that stupid? Is that something that stupid, I don't know Chris, if my mind's changed. Is that something changed. that Scott complains about? I haven't. <laughs> well, it's just that it's just that Chris makes us watch these movies and we all get <laughs> on the movies beforehand and then after we watch them we're like, "Oh yeah, pretty good." <laughs> we did the same thing with uh we did the same thing with uh Fast um, and Furious? Well, Green Fast Hornet? and Furious and Green Hornet. Oh yeah. Green Hornet got we we got done talking about it and we're like yeah, I mean, it was a dumb movie, but it was entertaining See, and it okay. was fun. So I'm not going to flip completely and say yes. What I'm saying is I liked it more and I'm more positive about it than I was before. Well, that's a win. So it's a win. Yeah. Like as far as a second chance, you're trying to flip from a no to a yes. And yeah. I'd say sometimes in some scenarios, it's a yes. In other scenarios, it's it's a maybe or a no. Right. So. Yeah, and that's but ultimately I liked it better. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's you're why right. I brought it up, too, because the, the criticisms then 
were super harsh. The criticisms now are still just as harsh. And I, I never understood why. And it, it was the timing. It was like a like a location, location, location. Yeah, exactly. Because it came out after Avengers. Mm-hmm. Tony, uh, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. was supposed to be done. His contract was up. So Shane Black finished the Iron Man trilogy. He blew up all the suits. Uh, he took out the shrapnel from his chest. He was a changed man. He said the, the Iron Man suit was a cocoon. I am now a better person. So it's like, I'm not just Robert Downey Jr. I'm not just, I'm not just Tony Stark. I'm Iron Man. So it was a very fitting end to the trilogy. But Avengers just came out. So everyone's like, oh, is he really done? Is that, that's weird. That's weird also, that he blew up all the suits. There's, wasn't there going to be another yeah. Avengers? Like, what? Yeah. yeah. So, so as a standalone movie, that's a great end to the trilogy. It's a great end to, to Tony Stark's arc. But in the course of a 22 movie long series, it feels very, uh, it it feels outplaced. Yeah. It's like a stutter in there. So, and that's why, because if you look at it, they probably saw that movie and they're like, yeah, we have to put all of our characters in these movies now because this makes no sense. Right. Um, but just as a, as a movie, a stand to stand on its own, especially if you just watch one, two and three, it's, it's a good movie. And I, I don't know if I'd put it in the top half of the MCU, but I knew it was nowhere near as bad as everyone was saying. Right. So that's why I was like, I, I must be seeing something else. I don't know. But yeah, um, that's why I wanted to watch it again. Cool. I'm so. glad I watched it again. I really am. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, okay. We're going to get out of here. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to? No, oh, man. I'm good. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, please get on social media. Get on subscribe like give us a rating leave us a comment uh let us know what you think um and uh yeah we'll get out of here <laughs> scott won't be here next scott time either so next time either i yeah. hope you enjoy new york and big Jack apple ass. big ass <laughs> <laughs> um we love you scott love you scott love you guys for listening thank you very much and bye-bye bye bye scott. Yeah. Yeah.